you know, in the beginning also, uh, there were beautiful passages that I want to point out, where there's these whole series of amazing ayats, where, you know, really Allah, that's why it's called the proof. This one of the words, the Burhan, the Quran is really pointing out uh, what is true. And it's, um, Allah is striving to turn our, our gaze and uh, to the truth. And so here, you know, really asking us, who has created the heavens and the earth and sends rain and causes with the rain plants of beauty to grow and the trees. And he said, it's not in your power to do all this. Who, who does this? You know, Allah wants us to reflect on 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 the creation and who's made the earth firm and so this is all very heart melting as as we read this because if we have you know just a, a bit of faith in our hearts we can't help but acknowledge that all this is true contemplating the beauty of the earth the majesty of the earth and the magnificent miracle that happen all the time on the earth and the rivers. So we, you know, our imagination is called upon to um, perceive this and to acknowledge with gratitude the, the greatness of all of this. Um, and then it makes it very personal who listens to the distressed one. So that's ourself. And uh, when it calls, so, you know, we know when we call, there's an answer. We know there's relief that comes and, um, and has made us inheritors and then guides us with all these forms of guidance and, and means and then originates creation and then returns creation. And it, it says, who in the heavens or on earth? None in the heavens or earth knows what is hidden. Um, so this is, you know, uh, um, again, somehow Allah pulls out of us through the Quran um, our, our yes, our primordial yes, that affirmation of that, yes, you are our Lord. Um, yes, you are the, the truth. And yes, we are the grateful ones and uh, for, for all that you display and create and bestow. So, alhamdulillah, I thought that was very powerful. Those are very powerful passages for the lovers. Um, again, the prayers of the prophets are very strong and we can always pray them. We, some of them we do, we have in our weirds or they're in, they've entered the prayers of the believers so that's a beautiful one here. Um, Moses, where he says after he struck the person dead, not meaning to, of course, just meaning to respond to the call for help from his um, kinsmen or people of his tribe. And then the man dies, the, of the, of the Pharaoh, I mean, the people of Pharaoh. He was, uh, I think... Um, another worker or something. And then he said, oh my Lord, <clears throat> I have indeed wronged my soul, forgive me. So he forgave him 
Please are forgiving, most merciful. That's a, a very beautiful, that's a prayer we can always say, you know, when we realize that we've done something, um, you know, beneath human dignity or something afflicts another, we can just say, oh Lord, I have indeed wronged my own soul, immediately admitting, turning to Allah, admitting our mistake and asking forgiveness. It's a beautiful model. There's a lot about Moses. There's a lot in the Quran about Moses, alayhi salam. Well, this it's you know it's a very good point because we can oppress ourselves that way by taking too much responsibility for too much faults. And um, of course, we could say, you know, we did something. I mean, Ibn Arabi clarifies in the way he says, put it all on Allah. In other words, everything is Allah, that Allah does everything, Allah brings the good and, and, and what is also challenging and ourself is Allah, or put it all on oneself. In other words, take full responsibility. So, um, you know, because some people, in fact, that's people of, uh, who turn away, you know, blame Allah for the bad and then take responsibility for the good which is, you know, kind of the, the model of the shaitan. So, um, instead of seeing it, first of all, instead of seeing the sickness as a fault or something bad, just see it that way as, as learning, as, as another way to learn. And, you know, we can see it, well, maybe you became sick because if you had been well, something other would have happened to you worse, but that's just one way of seeing it. But see it really as, um, you know, a gift and what you can learn in it and not as a punishment. So Allah is, you know, I mean, even though there is a few times the punishment, uh, the word, but mostly it's people punishing themselves and the consequences, yes, you could say, of their own actions. But even if we say, okay, well, you're sick because you didn't take care of yourself, you didn't eat well, or whatever, uh, you went out in the rain when you know you shouldn't have, um, then, uh, okay, so it's a consequence. So it's a way to learn, you know, to take better care of yourself. And then there's also great blessing in being sick. It's a time when we can contemplate and stop. You know, sometimes we just have to stop. We're on a certain kind of race. Uh, right now, of course, Allah has stopped so many of us, but we can still race indoors and um, we have to stop and contemplate and look and, and feel and be grateful. So don't take it as something bad and don't blame yourself. You know, I know it says, all oh, I've wronged myself. But if you always focus on Allah as the merciful and the forgiving, then it won't be like something punitive, you know. Um, oh, Allah, I don't feel well. You know, please, you are the merciful. Please help me. Or if you feel you did something wrong, forgive me and, and believe that Allah forgives you. And rather than focusing on a, a punitive aspect, either in yourself or in God, think of the mercy and the forgiveness. And that way you will also be forgiving yourself and merciful to yourself, you know, because the way we see Allah is, well, reflects directly back on ourselves. 
and Allah said, I am as my servant sees me. So that's a powerful responsibility. Look, look what, uh, you know, agency Allah has given to us to say, as you see me, so I am. Because Allah, of course, is everything and all. So if we see the good, uh, Allah reflects good. If we think of Allah as bad, or there's so many examples in the Quran as just foolish or a tale made up, then, um, you know, that's what it turns out to be for them in this life. And then later on, the truth is shown. But so let's just think of the good. Think of everything. How about that? That's a new way of seeing. Uh, even though, you know, there's a lot of talk of the bad, but it's always when it mentions the believers or the, the followers of Rahman or the servants of Rahman, they are always thinking good <laughs> if you see it uh, and doing good and thinking good. So that's what we should do. Just see everything as good. And don't blame others because, you know, now, for instance, one of the big blames that came, for instance, in my generation after psychotherapy and all that, well, we blame our, oh, the parents, you know, did it. Uh, that's why I'm so messed up. It's all the fault of my parents or something, you know, or society or uh, even, you know, there might be a portion of that, but we have to take responsibility ourselves for our condition because that's the truth, because we can change our condition and be forgiving as Allah is forgiving and uh, be merciful as Allah is merciful. So yes, we take responsibility, but don't blame yourself. Take responsibility and just say, you know, I'm in this condition. Maybe a lot of my actions led to this, but I can change it without beating yourself up can start with that. Start with that. Just stop beating yourself up no matter what, whether you take responsibility or not, you know? We should not beat ourselves up because that is judging. And, and, and we're becoming oppressors. We're, we're the zalimin or whatever the, to ourselves. And we should not oppress ourselves because Allah dwells here. This is Allah's temple. How can we you know, abuse this temple. Oh. We have to be treated, you know, with, with, with reverence also ourselves, and realize Allah created us weak. Allah gives us many excuses, you know, that uh, it says, I created you weak and, and therefore you fail. All you have to do is turn to me. It, that, it's like the key to everything. Just turn, ask my forgiveness, I will forgive you, ask my mercy, I will give you mercy. Um, and if you did not err, I would take you off the earth and put on a people who do err. What is that? That's amazing, you know? So it's, uh, we're built to err, we're built to make, all we have to do is remember to turn and, and turn to Allah. Yeah, alhamdulillah. So not try to do things by ourselves. that's a big error when we try to take things in our own hands or try to, you know, whatever it might be. It's, it's, so it's better to be the weak one <laughs> who can't do anything and just say, oh, I'm so incapable, you know, help me and help me get through this or 
help me achieve this, if it's good for me, or, you know, I have no capacity on my own. That's, that's the, the real way. Yeah, instead of stoically, sometimes, you know, that stoicism that I'm not sure where it comes, it's a kind of human trait. Uh, you know, I have to do this, you know, um, I have to go against myself, I have to uh, dominate my lower self. Well, that, that's not, uh, first of all, if, if uh, Nimrod can fall f from a flea, a, a one-winged flea, then <laughs> who are we to, you know, yeah. So we have to submit and be humble and turn to Allah. Turning to Allah is the key to everything. That's the answer to life. Turning to, to Allah Rahman, to the most merciful of the merciful. Everything can be solved through that. The tenderness for the for the mother, you know, the you feel like the divine. I mean, this is why we call Allah also a mother sometimes because of this. Uh, after all, the mother is created from Rahman. So, but the the understanding, the the depth of of touching the the core of the mother's heart. Yeah, who wants to save her son, so she releases him and into the unknown, but she does, as you say, have great faith and trust in God. So, uh, but then that longing that she can't help uh, sets in, but then Allah said, we soothed her heart. It's so tender, that kind of relationship between Allah and the mother of Moses. And it's, and, and the, yeah, the understanding, you see, this is also with the divine understanding you know, no one understands us like Allah understands us. Allah is the one who knows us. And so just a touch of that is revealed, you know, with the mother of Moses. And, you know, I wanted just to add, just at the very end of what I was saying, of, of turning to the merciful, and then, it, you know, again, that we reflect also the qualities of Allah, because it says, if you are merciful, Allah will give you more mercy. If we forgive, Allah will forgive us. So uh, not just the turning to Allah, but also then the embodying and manifesting these, these qualities of mercy in our life. Yeah, so alhamdulillah. So we're in the last 10 days, mashallah. Good. Alhamdulillah. May they, may they be blessed. May they be more and more and more blessed. Uh, may everyone have a, a beautiful night and um, just may it just get deeper and deeper. Uh, immersion in Allah. <laughs>